2: you haven't heard about the at Crispy yet. Well then, you probably haven't heard the sweet silence after the first Crispy bite either. Go try it for yourself to hear the best not sound you've ever
3: heard. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now, you're multitasking. But what if you could also be saving money by switching to Progressive?
2: Folks for County intercepted again. The second one of the half. CJ Mosley drifting back. Intercepts Mahomes.
4: There he is, week four against Kansas City Chiefs on man. Sunday Night Football. He I mean interception. On Mahomes. Yes. Yeah. You got All him. Picking man. off Mahomes. I'm not bad for my one. First time you
5: yeah. got him? Ever first time you ever got Mahomes of the pick? It was. It was. Uh, I'm mean, at 18. No, you know what? It actually felt good because in the 18, when we played him with the Ravens, he made that fourth quarter. He made that crazy throw. That was crazy that crazy throw, throw across the body. So I think it was like cover three or something. I wasn't in my zone. I just saw him drop. I'm like, man, somebody got to be behind me. So I turn, and I see, obviously, I see Cheetah. I'm like, oh, right. Lord. So I'm like running. I see the ball floating. I'm like, oh, I'm about to get this. So I just put my arm out. And he catches. I'm like, oh my god, here we go with this. Well, Black, got him back this year. All right, so
4: <laughs> we'll start there. I mean, right, Waxpole. Tell us what it's like playing Patrick Mahomes. I mean, you, you played against him a few times in the career. What what is it like? What do you got to think about as a middle linebacker?
5: Um, well, before the scramble breaks down, it's it's just c- consistent football. You know, you have to do your job. To, you got to trust your defensive lineman to have a good, a good rush game, right? Um, to keep them in the pocket, or just to either they're gonna flush them out and just try to make them, make him make them hurry up throw. So, outside of that, you know, you just it's about executing. You know, not not causing silly penalties. You know, not giving them a great field position. You know, special teams doing everybody doing their job. Now let's get to the part where he started make plays. Right. Like Mahomes' magic that everybody talk about. Right. So, you know, a lot of this, a lot of it looks like backyard football, but. You know, um, he's you know all these. This offense has been together a long time, coaches included. So, you know, you look at, you think about Kelsey. You think, look at the routes that he runs. Um, a lot of Titans not running those routes because they're not real routes. Right. You know, they're breaking off once right. he gets to a certain spot in the pocket or once he scrambles. Like they know exactly where to go. So, you know, a lot of those great plays that he makes and you know, the, the receivers and Titans help him make. No, they're all talking to each other and they have a system. So, you know, when you get teams that have been together like that and have that camaraderie and you know, like know what to do when adversity hits and things happen right now, like they know exactly what to do. Right.
3: One of the things that impressed me this year, CJ, about the Jets' defense, despite whatever was going on with the offense, whatever the score was, whatever the circumstances were, you guys were always bringing it. There was never a sense of resignation or it's not our day or you know, we're never going to be able to score enough points to overcome. Right. You guys went out there every drive, it seemed like, every snap, and you were doing everything you could to keep that other team from gaining an inch, mm-hmm. much less gaining a first down.
0: Yeah,
5: um, you know, that's we just take tremendous pride every time we step out on the field. Um, our defense has definitely gotten really close, especially since 21. I, uh, obviously, that's when the—, the Coach Salah's version of right. the defense. The new we were really together. So, right. you know, you think about um, MC, you think about um, you know, our defensive line, you think about Quentin, you know, think about all the guys that was there in 21. Right. Um, you couldn't tell me then, but, you no, know, we was the worst defense in 21, you know, statistically. And, you know, it was, it was hard to, it was hard for somebody to convince me that way because I knew, like, how hard we worked every single week. You um, we think about Coach Brick, you uh, think about my linebacker, coach, Coach Rudy, like, all the hard work they put in. And building building that foundation, and uh, fast forward to now, we look like a whole different defense, and that's because we have to learn from those mistakes. We yeah. have to go through that tough year. Right. Um, the couple games we had this year where we got embarrassed on the field, and it felt like there was like the offense was just trying to prove a point. Like those things. That's why I played play defense. Like because like no, you can't you can't you can't do that to our team. You can't do that to my brother. So, you know, anytime we step out on the field, that's you no, know, that's our motivation and mindset.
4: How do you, often, of Mike, Mike, like what Mike's saying, like, I mean, how do you stay positive on defense sometimes with the way your offense was playing, right? When it's like, hey, three plays, we're back out. Three plays, we're back out, right? Yeah. We, That's where we were impressed, is that it just was like, holy cow, they're going to break eventually. I mean, yeah. how do um, you keep your guys positive? How do you not look at the offense and go, hey, dudes, like, what
5: the hell? Can you do something? I th- it's human nature. Um, you know, it's, sometimes it's like – we can control what we can control, and the other time it gets to you. You get frustrated, and we've, I, for me, I can only speak for myself personally. I don't play my best when I'm frustrated, especially yeah. when I'm like worried about the clock and looking at the score and focused on like what the offense is doing. It, it just takes me out of my game. Right. And the only reason I know that because um, my dad told me that this past year. He said for the first time, like he saw me looking at the clock at the scoreboard. I was yeah. like, like, wow, like I, I really was. And yeah. so once I took. That part of the that part of the game out of right. it, and just focus on our job on defense, and that's getting off the field. You say that to the guys yeah. too. Or you like we, to we have to, to we have to we had to, we had a meeting. Like as a defense, we have to tell ourselves like we gotta just control what we can control because right. we're trying to. You want to make that extra play when things are going tough. You want to be the guy to go make that tackle, but now you just. Putting yourself out of position. And now, when you out of position, that leads to one guy being open, and now the next guy got it. Yeah, so right. it's just, a it just effect. so Yeah, right. Um, like I said, it's human nature to want to like do more, especially when you're <laughs> losing. But you no, know, we have to trust each other. We have to do our job, and you know, the teams that do, that does that, you know, play uh, disciplined football, stay consistent. Those are the teams usually come out on top. Right.
3: Your boss, your big boss, all the way up to the top, Woody Johnson. He made some comments last night. He wants the coach, Robert Solomon, to focus more on offense this year. Focus on the offense. What's your reaction when
5: you hear that? Um, I don't have a major reaction. Like I don't get paid to to discuss those things. Um but you know it's, it's my job to believe and trust in, you know, our, our coaches and everybody, you know, the level up. So I'm gonna let them handle that and I gotta play my part as a you know as a, a player on the team and as a leader. So whoever whoever's on our team in that building when it's time to get to work, that's that's what it's gonna be.
4: Wow! Like a look at that. That was a that's a vet right there. Yeah, that's right. That's he right. knows the owner. Ready he knows he's paying Belichick the bills. <laughs> he's like, damn! I I know exactly what that's, to say. Yeah. Uh, well <laughs> done. Well appreciate done. It, appreciate it. Appreciate um, um, All right. So, I mean, I want to hear your pitch in a minute because I know you're here on behalf of Seat Club. But first, I want to hear you give me a lean for the game. What are you thinking here? What are you? Where are you going? Most uh, people we've had here, yeah. we're like it's a hundred
5: to two Chiefs over Niners. So far. So, uh, my, my thing is, you know, you got one team. Well, the narrative. You got right. one team that's that's looking for revenge. You got another team that's trying to solidify their dynasty. Right. So, right now, I'm thinking dynasty over revenge. Okay. So I'm going. I'm going Chiefs. Don't know the score. Yeah. Because it's. Just, I feel like for this game especially, like. I feel it's going to be some crazy stuff It could be
4: 20-17 to 17 or 38-35, yeah, so I feel knows, like, this game. Um, I don't know Both either. defenses
5: are very tough. Right. Special teams are going to play a part. Right. And, um, definitely, you know, field position um, when it comes down, like, to the turnover. So, it's going to be a fun game to watch for sure. Yeah. Cool.
3: How much time do you spend thinking about what this year would have been for the Jets, but for what happened week one, four snaps in, no Aaron Rodgers, and just everything gets
5: turned upside down, all the plans get scrapped before you can even get started? Um. Not, not as much as you would think, because you know once you go down that path, it's just like it's all just imaginative. So, you know, I just try to stay in the present, and like I was saying, just things that you can only control, just just worry about that. Like, obviously, we all wish you would have played, and nobody, nobody knew what, nobody knows what how this year would have looked whether you played or not. So, uh, we do have a great opportunity to, to run it back next year. So let's do everything we can and plug in the right pieces and look at the right side of the ball but necessary to do so.
3: What do you think of Aaron Rodgers based on what you saw of him
5: practice field, preseason? Um, I would say this. The way he came out to work um, before his injury and to see him come out and work in December post-injury, nothing changed at all. Like The, 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 the way he demanded greatness from his, his one offense to the scout offense was the same. The way he you know, worked, went through his steps were the same. Um, obviously, the arm talent, nothing changed there. He was yeah. he was throwing the ball great uh, late December. So, and um, just just having him around, you know, just the experience that he's had, the things he can talk about, the things he's seen. Like you can't, you know, you can't, um, you can't knock that. Were you shocked by the stardom of
4: Aaron Rodgers? Like, were you shocked a little bit? Like about like, holy crap! I mean. It's just like he joined the team, and every yeah. media member in the world wants to be there and interview him. That, that
5: first day was crazy. The whole building was like, going crazy that first day. But it was. I knew he was—I knew he was famous, right. but he's like A-list. He's it's like A-list another famous level now. famous, yeah, right? Yeah, it's I know, I know. It's it is. It it's, his conversations—it's different, different than your normal football, football yeah, I was, player. You know, just hanging out with Michael Jordan, one they like, okay, yeah, right, That's yeah. different. <laughs> yeah.
4: It is different, no doubt. All
5: right, middle linebacker. Let's hear it, Mr. C Club. Mr. C Club. Okay. So, so C Club is a subscription based um, company, so you think about Ticketmaster, you think about StubHub, right? You know, you're in Las Vegas, yeah. you Don't have a ticket, you want to buy a ticket for the game, so it's already gonna be expensive. So now, once you get to the to the end of it, you have all these markup fees, you know, all these all these fees yeah. coming up out of nowhere, right? So with C Club, you know, it's a subscription base, it's a one-time subscription, it's $99 um, a year, right? But uh, they're doing a promo under my name, CJ, right? It's 57% off now. So that's one year, 57% off of $99. And once you subscribe, no matter where you are, um, no matter what the venue is, it could be a game, it can be a, you know, a show, anything like that, and you just pay the flat price. And all the way they get paid is from right. the subscription, so nothing else. So Damn. Straight, so the thing I like about it most if, uh, you know, as a player, not go to away games, you know, my family wants to go. Right. You no, know, they're not giving us the seats. The team bleeds. seats are in so, the nosebleeds. You no, know, we have to go to Ticketmaster right. and you know, buy, those, right. buy those special tickets. So, this is something that you know, we can use and buy a big a bulk of tickets right. and not have to worry about paying $9 price. million dollars yeah. for it. So, you're saving, right. saving up to 30, 35% from it. Now, now, I that's I like pretty that. good deal. Way to go, i got to check that out. That is, that's pretty cool.
3: I'm definitely going to check out Seat Club. I like it. One more thing. One more thing. We talked to Sauce yesterday about the all-gas, no-brakes slogan. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, the brakes are there for a reason. Shouldn't it be all-gas and maybe tap the brakes once
5: in a while? At some point, you got to hit the brakes. The <laughs> brake is on. The, for us, the brake is on right now. Yeah. So may not be on for the coaches and the staff. but right. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's, at the end of the day, it's just telling you that you know, when you step on the field, like, we're not letting anything go. Like, right. once we once we on the field and cross the white right line, you know, we're going to work and we got something to prove. Yeah. All right.
3: Well, awesome. excellent, That's C.J. It's great seeing you. Thank we you. thank you for some of your time. Yes, All sir. the best moving forward. Yep. C.J. Mosley, when we return. Uh-oh. Is he in the building? Is it Kirk Cousins' time? I, it might be close. Kirk Cousins' time. You know, he's All a right. right. A Thanks, he's C.J. Stanford. More PFT Live really right after this. Yeah. Appreciate y'all. Yeah. Appreciate thank you, buddy. It.
4: There it There's is. There's the
3: sphere down there. Damn. I was inside that thing the other night. Good lord, what experience I think experience I'm that going was.
4: there tonight. You going tonight to see you too? I don't know. Wait, I, I'm seeing Adele tonight. No, not not at sphere. It's not She's sphere. She's not at sphere. I told no. my family that, and they were like, "Hey, no, it's not the if you going to see,
3: no, it's not. If you're going to right. see Adele, right? Can't hide money. We looked into the tickets. Can't hide money. Yeah, if you going to see Adele, I,
4: I know. Yeah, actually, I, I know a little. This is something I'll, my dad got it done for us, right? And just a little, since we're on the subject, right? this is where the Super Bowl is crazy. So he was telling me about the seats, right? Because he got us the seats, and I was like, damn, Dad, you know, let me help you out. I would have helped us get better tickets or whatever. He's like, Christopher, Christopher, the, t- the price is for safe. And then it has this thing where, like, if you buy one ticket, it's $500, right? But if you want a ticket next to it, right? Where you want, like, oh, I'm going to sit next to my wife. Now your ticket goes up to, like, thousand dollars, along with the other ticket being $1,000. So we have family. You know, my kids are coming. My wife, we're spread, so you're all sitting in different we're spots? We're spread out. We're like spread <laughs> out because it was going to cost like, like $50,000 for us to sit next to each other. That is great. So uh, that, that's a little <laughs> inside look of <laughs> what's going great. on here in Vegas that's right amazing. Now. Yeah, me and my wife are together, and Wendy and the kids are together, and my mom and dad are together. <laughs>
3: yeah, we looked into that one, and when Jill told me the price, it said, well, I like her. But, <laughs> but I don't like that it that much. much. I don't like it that much. <laughs> I'm excited uh, to see it, though. But uh, anyway, we will be joined any second now because wow. the wings are here. The wings are we here. We got the the, uh, the sauces are here. He's committed now. It's too late. It's They've too already late. put the props right. here. He can't not show up. He can't walk up and see me and say, oh, no, not that asshole. He's got to show up. So we, we do we do have confirmation Visual. in the building, in the vicinity. 30 seconds away, but he hasn't seen me yet. I'm just going to stay turned I just met your brother, too. You met my brother. Your brother looks just like your dad.
4: Yeah. More like your
3: dad than you do. Although there was a moment yesterday where you were talking, it's like, damn, he really looks like Phil right now. But
4: Matt is Phil. Matt is Phil. I think that's kind of the general thought of the family. I'm a little bit more like my mom when people meet my mom. Right. uh Matt is definitely, like, looks just like Big Phil. But
3: he's got the same mannerisms you do. He was doing something before uh, that you yeah, do. Yeah, right. Like, it's the same. You can yeah. tell you guys have crazy a lot of time crazy together. crazy Sims crap. I yeah. don't know what else to say. Yeah. That's oh, a- he was cursing, too. Not yep. like you usually do, but You're it was right. enough. He oh, told us to. N- he's coming. Come? Here he is. He is. Come there it is. And he got the Letterman jacket. The I Michigan love State it. The Michigan State Keller on I the way. I love it. Him and it's, K.J.
4: Osborne, who's, uh, will like, really one of the most underrated receivers in football. That's going to be great to talk to him. So my everybody heart, get my out heart there, is if, all a flirt. If you're a Lions fan or you're a Bears fan, get out your, you know, garbage. Uh, to ready, puke for well, I Vikings Why don't know. They may be love. trying to recruit him. The oh, Vikings, for that part. Yeah, because yeah. you, you're going to gush just if constantly. He's a Viking next year.
3: I don't know. Here it Here comes. Here it comes. Uh, uh, up the stairs with K.J. Osborne. Vikings receiver hey, and Vikings quarterback Florida, and walking. He's walking very well. Man, He's, looking He's looking good. He's looking healed. Hey Kirk, how, how are you, are you man? Good to well. see you. Good good to good. you. KJ, what's up, buddy? All good right. to see okay. you. All I right. I know. This right? is awesome. Right. All right. Here we go. Hey, we're
4: doing a show. You're moving right? well.
3: You're looking good. We got wings, we got bounty. You look better in purple jackets. Let me just tell you. You look better in purple than green. Wow. <laughs> I just I like want to get that. that out of the way. I like that. Green what? is good, but purple is better. I, I want to like get that. something out, out of the way. Yeah, let's no, go, Chris. Okay. Let's go. Yeah, I go. mean – Right.
4: do you know what's Bad. happened in the world he's changed yeah. his tune what yes. like the world's he's changing changed his tune. what right? is going people on people can love like well we can i change I, he likes you he I wants recognize i recognize i don't know what's happening i witness he, greatness he, he wants them <laughs> hey. to open up the brick hey. truck for you hey i just give you whatever i'm ready you want. to chip in <laughs> i'm ready to write a check baby i got money kj you don't I understand i want was kj like, to stay true. too yeah no this doubt. was like we i love him i one week it'd be like Kurt's the greatest thing we've ever seen. He's amazing. The next week, he'll be like, you know, yeah. I think we should get a new quarterback in Minnesota. <laughs> hey, I never said that. Now he's all in on him. That. Maybe I did. I he's all, but thank you for being here, guys. The Seriously. night no, I got – listen, I travel home from New York every Monday. Week seven,
6: I
3: get home. And it's like, oh, the Vikings are playing in the 40s tonight. Oh, God, this is going to be awful. Oh, my God, <laughs> I can't believe it. My son was all excited because my son, all in, Vikings all the time. And he's like, come on, it'll be fun. Let's, you know, we'll get, So we get some food, and we start watching, and it's like, oh, my God. I mean, that was – the best game of your career, yeah, I think. It was fun. It was incredible, and and it was, I think, the culmination of working with Kevin O'Connell. He told us this last February. The same voice in your ear all the right, time. It right, gets right. to a point where right. it just all merges together, and I think yeah. that was the explosion of it that night. It really was incredible, yeah. and it was a damn shame. I mean, my heart just sunk all yeah. the way down to my intestines when when uh, you had the injury six days later. Yeah, we were an ascending
7: we're football down, team. And uh, even K.J. that game, I felt like, you know, with Justin out, K.J. was taking yeah, on a bigger big role. Jeffs. And it yeah. just felt like we're finding something here. We're an ascending team. And then obviously I didn't get to be a part of it after that. And um, that's the way the NFL works. You guys live it. You never know what the next weekend's going to bring, which right. is why there's so much excitement. Sunday to Sunday and so much time for this Sunday cuz you just don't know what's coming. Yeah, right. No doubt about it. Like, so K- KJ, what do
3: we got to right, do? Uh, <laughs> what do we got to do to work this out so we keep both of you He's guys in the game? So what KJ? do we do? He's making you the GM. That's, that's above me, man. That's
6: that's above me. Like I said, I, I did my work, so that's that's on them.
7: Right. Yeah, that is kind of our attitude is is we do have a lot of work to do between September and February. And then when it gets to February and March, now we kind of are passive and it's like, all right, we hired an agent, the team has their role. Let's just see what happens, and we kind of become like everybody else. Yeah, just kind of sit back and be bystanders, yeah. right? Because yeah, our work's done. But like, you got to think a little bit. Like, we got something going here. No doubt. Like we don't want to no break doubt. this up, right? No, no doubt. I think, like sure. I said, we're an ascending football team, and and a, and a locker room that you like being around, players you like playing with. Right. Um, I'm sure a lot of teams would say that probably because yeah. you, you you build relationships and you love the people you know. But um, um, the reality, of the NFL is. You yeah. just don't know. Yeah, you don't no, know you what don't happens. Know. Right. Well, what's crazy, and like, KJ,
4: I'd like to get your thought on this, too, is just a little bit of like, we kind of said during the year, I think you were like 2-4 and four at one point, point. we were like, I don't know. It feels sure. crazy. It he feels said, like you right. guys are actually better, better than last, better than last than year, last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. as a complete yeah. team. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Right? But you just were, you had the, like the fumble disease there early oh, in the game. Yeah, yeah that's But did you guys kind of feel that's that sure. way, too? Yeah, for sure, man. It was just self-inflicted. I mean, it was like in that season prior, a lot of things that we were doing well, we weren't turning the ball over. Yeah. And you know when we were having those one-score games, you know that winning that turnover battle was huge. And, and Ko would show us a stat every week, every week. You know I think we were undefeated when we didn't we didn't just turn the ball over. When we just walked in the stadium, you know, 0-0 in the turnover battle. Right. Um, you know we just kind of had those self inflicted and then you know we kind of started to clean that stuff up. Um, you know we kind of started to train in the right direction. Like I said, we just kind of uh, had some some unfortunate injuries. You know what I'm saying obviously that was that was super important. Uh, but you know I, I definitely think we started to trend in the right direction, and we got a we got a good core that we like. Yeah, yeah.
3: Justin Jefferson was here earlier this week, too. I think it's important for them to find a way, right? It's hard for it to be an ascending team without the two of you and without Justin Jefferson.
7: I think the beauty of these are good problems to have. When you draft well and when you have a a stable that's full, you're always going to have the conversation of how do we divvy up the cap, who do we keep. You'd much rather be having those conversations than saying, okay, who do we draft, who do we go find, because we don't have a stable that, that has players in it. So, you're either going to live in one world or the other. I'd much right. rather live in the world of how do we keep people. Yeah, right.
3: You have been quietly kind of creeping up the ranks to the most experienced and oldest quarterbacks in the NFL. You're going to be 36 You're this old. year. <laughs> no, You're that's old. not old. I'll take 36. <laughs> Shit. But, pardon me. But uh, <laughs> um, you, Dave, do you have a timeline on how many more years you want to do it?
7: I, I do think that uh, – A few more, for sure. I think Tom Brady changed the conversation around He did a lot of quarterbacks a service by playing as well as he did at 45. (laughs) Drew Brees, much the same way, with a surgically repaired shoulder, playing as long as he did after that. I just think it changed the conversation. And the game as a quarterback is so much up here. Certainly the physical matters, but this has to come with it. And as you play longer, this gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And so if you have this, you're a much better quarterback at 36 than at 26 because of this. So. Um, I think it it bodes well for me to be able to play quite a while longer. Um, I never want to take years for granted or assume things, so I do always kind of take a year-to-year mindset, but I see myself playing several more. K.J., what's the
3: biggest thing you've learned from being around a guy like Justin Jefferson?
6: Oh, man. Uh, That's a great question. (laughs) I don't know why I thought you were about to say Kirk. (laughs) (laughs) I I was (laughs) preparing my mind for that. Uh, I mean I mean JJ man I mean he's a he's self he's his self you know ever since coming to the league um, you know he's been a, a constant pro you know he, he works hard you know every single day when he's out there um, and no matter the circumstances when he comes in the building you know he wants to play you know I'm very close to JJ and JJ loves the game. JJ loves the game of football. A lot of people, he was injury, there, you know, with his contract and stuff, is he gonna come back? Is he gonna come back and play? Is he gonna sit out? I'm talking to him, JJ wants to get back on the field, JJ right. wants to play. Right. Even with the contract stuff that was going on, he still he just wants to get out there. And I think, you know, his love for the game, you know, that, that makes him, you know, who he is, you know, because he's a competitor. You know, he wants to compete, he wants to get better. You know, even after having these, you know, Pro Bowl years and you know, all pro and things like that, um, he still tried to find ways to get better. So uh if one of the best receivers in our game can do it, you know, I can do it as well. Uh, you uh, I mean
4: I, I'm excited to hear your bounty quicker picker upper right? I mean that's, that's a jingle of mine growing yeah. up for yeah. sure but I do want to like get into your your head coach right I want to get into uh, like some football here and little, sure, little like I mean you've been around great OCs yeah. you've been around Shanahan we're gonna get to that in a minute but like what's your Kevin O'Connell what makes yeah. him tick what's what's the magic? You know, about how yeah. he gets you guys open and so efficient on the offensive side of football.
7: Yeah, I've always said Kevin's a great football mind. Right. And uh, if you want to get into deep waters talking football, he can go as oh, deep yeah. as you want to go. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes you get with a coach and you're like, okay, I kind of pushed it to the ceiling. Right. This is as far as we can go, and then we just have to plug the system. We're not going to keep creating after that. If you want to keep creating and have iterations and go deeper, Kevin will go every step you want to go. Really? Uh, because yeah. of the way his football mind works. Um, you know, when we beat the Niners that night, I looked back on that game an interesting way. That we did it with forty-five pass attempts. Right. You know, which you think to beat the Niners, we need to be balanced a little. Twenty-five pass attempts, right. pound the rock, you right. know, control the clock. We did it, dropping back and throwing. And I thought, boy, that's that's an interesting way to go about beating the Niners. I was shocked. But it, I think it, we said were shocked. it said a lot about right. Kevin's approach and strategy and how he was going to do it. And um, he's definitely given gives me a lot of at bats, yeah. if you will. He's right. going to give me a lot of at bats to be productive.
4: He seems like Kyle in a lot of ways where he understands the rules of the defense and really knows how to yeah, I attack I think that's it. a good way of saying right? it. He like, does. He always talks You guys are defense. like run dagger, right? But yeah. then all of a sudden the 49ers, you like ran two guys at the safety right. and somebody came underneath yeah, it. And good. I was like, that's dagger. Yeah. That's right. I think he created Kevin may have created it
7: that week. Yeah, yeah he did. Kevin he did. created he it he that week. It. Yep. And uh, and then it's, it goes to okay, Kevin installed it. Now, KJ, you and I got to get on the same page because this is new. It's right. new. Right. Make sure you take this angle, not that angle. You know, We're only watching it off of one clip. We need to understand we could get other looks and right. so those are all the conversations you have with KJ with the coaches but uh so that was kind of yeah but the fact that Kevin yeah. can look at the film and say hey what if we did this right. that's where you go away from the game and you go that's coaching. That's strategy. That's X's and O's, That's creativity. That's thinking outside the box. And then it allows for a you know 20, 25 yard completion to KJ in the game. Right. right. And KJ,
3: four years together now with Kirk. Are you guys at the point where like you don't even have to communicate. You you, you know you can almost read each other's minds and finish yeah. each other's sentences.
6: Yeah, for for, for sure, man. I, I think especially in those two minute drives. You know, I, I know where he, I know where he's coming. I know he wants to get the ball out of his hands. You know, um, and you know he's just surgical. I mean, one of the things that I. I say, you know, when, uh, when Kirk was playing something different that I had seen in the other four years, I mean, I can just tell when he was hot. And it was so funny because he would call us all in the huddle, and he'd be saying to play so fast because he wanted to just get up to the line. He wanted to get the ball in his hand. Yeah. And keep playing, right. yeah. So, like, we, we loved it. So, like, we were coming back to the huddle fast. Yeah. Um, and, and, like, you know, when you have a guy like that, you know, playing that well, um, you know, it was great. You know, so it's been a great four years and a, and a relationship. Just and I think that's the hard part about free agency. Yeah, Because right? it is what you said, Mike. Yeah. It is
7: a four years starting to finish their sentences. It took time to get there. Mm-hmm. We have that. Oh, now we're both free agents. It's like right. oh. ah. Yeah. So you know, that's where. Uh, that putting that puzzle piece together is always an interesting challenge right. and conversation. Well,
3: I'm going to do my best to force the pieces together from afar. <laughs> yeah. They may not listen to me. Maybe <laughs> but I'll you need do to say. a platform. Maybe I'll say do the opposite and they'll do other than what <laughs> I'm saying. But regardless, tell us what you got what <laughs> yeah, going on with uh, Bounty. The Bounty the Brothers let's here. See, you got a connection yeah. right of course, here. Man. You Wing, too. Wingman. Man. Yeah. So you can't
7: uh, you can't uh, have football without wings, and you really yeah. can't eat wings without Bounty. Yeah, without got Bounty. It. So they Bounty gave us these awesome leather jackets. Oh, yeah and we uh, nice. got wingman on the back. Cause right. We're each other's wingman. Yeah, wingman. I like On the it. field and off. And, uh and so, obviously, you know, Super Bowl on Sunday, a lot of Super Bowl parties. Oh, a lot of messes. Don't go with the old school napkin. Oh, napkins, napkins are no, not, not strong enough for this. Great so great have have bounties. Bounties. The great parties have bounty. The great parties use the quilted quicker picker up, right. as you said. <laughs> exactly. So, that's why we're here, to, to promote the right paper towel usage for the big game. Uh, it's awesome, man. Yeah, I mean, I grew up with bounty. I mean, of nothing course. soaks up, like, a yeah. spilled Coke better than right.
4: bounty, right. Right? right? Which is definitely going to happen <laughs> at everybody's Super Bowl party. <laughs> All right, you two knuckleheads. You both played the Chiefs and the 49ers. You're one yeah, of the few right. people that could say both there.
7: Give us a lean. Let us hear What do you think? Let me hear it. Go ahead. The Chiefs' defense is a different defense. We, we played their defense in 2019 when they won it all. Right. And I came out of the game going, yeah, they do some good things, but you can get after them. You right. know, Chris Jones is Chris Jones, but you can get after him. This year, we finished the game, I thought, that's different. And, yeah. and to Spagnola's credit, they're not the same defense as right. 19. It's a different right. scheme, different approach. Right. He's evolved as well. Yeah, so right. That was impressive, and um, they've shown it in the playoffs. Yeah. And so, if they win, I do think it's the defense maybe carrying a bigger part of it than it was in, in nineteen or sure. in other years. They've had great success. And then, my heart is kind of with the Niners just because of Kyle and my years with him, and right. knowing that he is such a good coach and he deserves a ring. And um, and so, I'll be pulling for the Niners a little bit. But uh, but I have so much respect for both coaches, yeah. both organizations. I'm with both, you. you know, it it goes goes both ways. Yeah.
6: I, I'm thinking I'm thinking Chiefs. I'm thinking Chiefs. I mean they have they faced a lot of adversity all year long. Right. A lot of people didn't know if they would get back to this position just because they weren't, you know, winning with dominance as you know you had kinda of seen it in the past. Yeah, right. But just as any other, you know, big game, I think it'll come down to, you know, a three point, ten point game and you know, it'll either be Mahomes having to work his magic or, you know, uh Purdy and, you know, his crew, you know, doing it as well. So um I think it'll be a, a really good game, but um, somehow, we always you know, see Mahomes end up 15s and pull it we off. We haven't had right. a Super Bowl blowout in a while. No, have no it's been a while. And we were so just talking about this. You yeah. watch the game, even in
7: warm ups, you just feel the tension around right. every flag, every, every call, every. Yeah. Throw every, every decision, you know it's going to come back. It's monumental, as, oh, yeah. right? Did that impact the final result? Chiefs' right. bucks was lopsided, but didn't feel that way. That's it didn't yeah. feel that That's way true. though. Right. It felt like Patrick That's Mahomes going to do everything he could. And to that try was one where you felt back. the the Bucks' pass rush was able to impact yeah, exactly. the game in a way that that you didn't expect, and probably because their tackles were out. But uh, you wonder again, can the Niners' pass rush do that? Yeah. On Sunday, yeah, right. You guys are great bounty teammates, <laughs> great, great and we want teammates. you to be teammates again, right. just not with
3: a different team, please. <laughs> <laughs> Purple, like Purple Jack- Jack- don't Jack- go somewhere <laughs> else as a package deal. Stay put. I'm going to work on it, Ziggy. Oh. I'm going to call you, Ziggy. We'll have Emmett Smith Look next. He was on fire about the Cowboys. You don't want to miss it. We'll be right back. Man, Kirk
4: Cousins and KJ. <laughs>
3: It is a Super Bowl week tradition. One of the greatest running backs of all time, the all-time NFL leading rusher, and he usually brings tequila. Oh, he's bringing and the tequila. He's got the tequila with him today. The great Emmett Smith. Emmett, welcome
4: back, buddy. Thank you, guys. How you doing? We're doing great, man. Thanks, always, nice. always, always good to have you here. I mean, we try to make you a yearly thing. Like it's like one of our things. It's not a Super Bowl unless we talk to well, Emmett. What
2: well, damn it! Cool. G- I'm good. glad you're, you're down with that, that. Yes, I'm down for that. I mean, damn, I mean, when I grew up, it just you
4: were in the Super Bowl anyway, so we might as well keep the damn thing going. And
2: it's going to be a long time for my Cowboys to get here, so why not keep <laughs> yeah, talking yeah, about it? So, I, mean, I love it. They say it's going to be next year. Jay's going all I'm in. Going He's all going all in. in. Jerry, what does know. all in look like?
0: I don't know. Yeah, you got to understand what all in looks
2: like. <laughs> <A> <laughs> it, means, it means something different <laughs> to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you're funny. You are funny. All
4: right, you know one thing I'm – I don't – you know, we've asked you so many questions over the year. I don't know if I've ever asked you this one, Is what was the difference in feeling Super Bowl one compared to Super Bowl two you played in? Right? There was no feeling in Super Bowl three. Right, okay. No feeling in no Super feeling. Bowl three. No No like, tingling, no... Nah. Like, just a game, here we go.
2: I was so mad, I was disappointed. Right. I was like, what happened? The
4: Steelers' Super Bowl, Super Bowl III. Yeah, 30. what happened? Right.
2: I'm like, where are the butterflies? Right. I don't feel nothing. Am I not ready to play right. or what? I started questioning. Right. Because Super Bowl one and two, one was really hyped. Rose Bowl, yes, right. First because one the for very you guys. First one. Right. The second one was moderately hyped, right. But that third one, I'm like, pinch me. Yeah. I mean, I, am I sleeping? I mean, am I not sensing what I'm supposed to sense? Something is wrong. It wasn't nothing wrong. Right. It was all about the experiences of being in the big moment at the big t- at oh, the right time.
4: Okay, so I'm glad you're going down this because in that game, too, yeah. you guys showed that experience. You jumped out on them. They were nervous yeah, and all yeah, and You're yeah, throwing yeah. bombs at Dion, yeah, and yeah, you're yeah, running down yeah, the middle of the field, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So do you feel like you feel like that's an advantage for Kansas City in these kind of things? I think
2: it can be an advantage right. to Kansas City, but it also can be a disadvantage. Yeah. The advantage part of it is, okay, they know it's a football game. Right. And they know that the other opposing team is going to come with a lot of energy and everything else. The question is, how do they withstand that that first onslaught right. and that first level of energy and how long would that energy sustain itself right. for the Niners? Right. Now on the other side, and this is what Cal Shanahan experienced when he was in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. When the Falcons end up losing to the Patriots, the Patriots right, ran out of gas. This is right. ran out of gas. It wasn't the fact that they were not playing hard. They couldn't not sustain that energy level right. for a period of time. And Brady was like, yeah, yeah. I knew this was going to happen at some point. <laughs> now I'm going to get you behind. <laughs> I'm going to pick you apart. Yeah, I'm going to you. Tired, you know, of, of, of. Everybody tired. Right. Everybody can't move the same. Right. And, and that's what's, what you're looking at right now when you're talking about experience versus inexperience.
3: Right. Right. The Cowboys today. Is Specifically, there, uh, well, are they here? Well, no, oh,
2: well, one of them is
4: there. Goes oh. Michael, is there? Michael Irvin? Irvin. there, he is. there Play, he is. Michael, Play, Irvin. the playmaker.
2: There is the playmaker. Come say hi. Come on, Michael. Go oh, ahead, oh, Michael's got to go. All right, All right. Michael, yep. come by later.
3: Um, Mike McCarthy's still the head coach. How surprised were you that Jerry decided
2: to keep him after that playoff loss to the Packers? I was completely surprised. Um, I know how disappointed I was as a player to see that product. Put on the football field. Yeah, it is not the coming of the Dallas Cowboys. Mystique. Respect. The brand. Right. It is not represent. It's not the appropriate representation of the brand itself. Now, Jerry, understand this, these kind of words. Yeah. The brand. Right. The star. Right. Everything has to be pristine. Right. But this was not. Yeah. That right there was so disappointing not only to me, but to many of our fans, and including people that was sitting like, what is that? Yeah. It did not look good and wasn't a good look. Do you ever wonder, because I know Jerry says all
3: the time, I want me some glory hole. You know that line. Yeah. I want me some glory hole. I want to win Super Bowls. He did say that. That's yeah. not me. That's him. He, he, he was said that. At you weird He's he looking at me like, like what? Wait, do you know what did you're he saying? Really say he said that once. <laughs> okay. once. And he said it twice. He said, he twice. said, he twice. said it again. He, okay. said it he said it about the again. Rangers after right. they won the World Series. It yeah. is the absolute glory hole to win a national <laughs> <laughs> championship. That's Jerry. That's Jerry. That's okay. Jerry. You know honor. Jerry better than we do. is my owner. But I feel like, Emmett, at some level, that. That's he's saying what he has to say to get people to keep showing up, to keep the cowboys on TV. Like cause you're not putting the actions to the words. No, you know what I'm
2: saying? That, that therefore you lose credibility. And if you're losing credibility, you're losing respect. You lose respect, yeah. you have no honor. Right. And so at the end of the day, I agree to some level. Things have to have to change. And and I thought the reason why I was so Convinced that he was going to get fired. Yeah, right. Because last year there was a whole lot of talk about okay. Yeah. This might be it. Right. If he doesn't perform this year, okay. Right. You're going to accept 12 wins and a playoff berth, but you're going to accept the way we got kicked out of the playoff. Yeah. Like dominated. That's that's. I mean, right. dominated. I mean, it's like it's like we went out there and played with our hands tied behind our backs. Yeah. Or. We left our minds up in Frisco and didn't even take it over to AT and T Arlington. Yeah, it was such a disappointing thing. I, I, it was the, it was just bad. It was it, it's bad all the way around. I even hate talking about it because what I feel, I feel responsible. Well,
4: I feel you. I can feel you, you're emotionally invested. I feel responsible. I feel like right.
2: I couldn't help, and I don't know how. Yeah, but yeah, it is. It,
4: it was bad. Was there a coach you thought maybe was on the radar, or was going to happen, where you were like, Oh, I think Jerry might do this"? Or you I, know. initially,
2: I thought it was going to be Sean Payton. Yeah, initially, I yeah. thought it would, would, would have been Sean Payton. Right. Um, but at this point, I don't know. Yeah, right. I really don't know. Outside of going and stealing Dan Campbell. Yeah. From the from the Detroit Lions because I think his message is the right message right. that a lot of people are missing. Right. Um, and a lot of kids are missing. What what message specifically? I mean, he got. Think about what he's doing and what he's saying. How he's saying it. Now he's making some mistakes too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. When they go for it and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, come on, coach. Yeah, yeah. Go, go off for...
4: seventeen in the NFC Championship game.
2: Exactly. Right. Right. He's he's making some mistakes, right, but it's other stuff. It's other stuff right. that he's. It's the other things that I, I can deal with some things because I know the message is the right message. Yeah. He's going to learn from what he just went through. Right. It's not that often that he's been a head coach, so he's going to learn from what he went through. Yeah. That part, I can almost guarantee you because that's the kind of mentality he had. But right. the
3: mentality is just the, this, what we see all the time. Grit, just go out there, Grit. fight hard, dig deep, come yeah.
4: together.
2: Just Nobody wants that to fight cliche, hard anymore. No but yeah. it works. No right. one wants if to fight do hard it, it anymore. Works. They want to, oh, we are the Cowboys. Tell me cow how old. good
4: I am. Yeah, tell yeah,
2: me how I good you. I am. Check <laughs> out <Right. Tell laughs> my Instagram post. <laughs> right. See me here on my podcast. <laughs> I'm doing all this <laughs> stuff. Oh, I'm everything. everything without doing anything. Yeah. So, and everybody's patting them on the back without doing anything. Right. People want to give them so much without doing nothing. Right. And what they're living off of is what happened in the past. Right. Not what's going down right now. And they're not establishing their own legacy, let alone building off of the legacy that was established. When I got to the Cowboys, I knew one thing. Yeah. I knew I could not disappoint Tony Dorsett huh. as a running back. Huh. And I knew I could not disappoint Robert Newhouse as right. a running back or Calvin Hill or let alone bullet Bob Hayes. Right. Then I knew I could not disappoint Captain Comeback, Roger Starbuck. Right. Ed Tuttle Jones. I embraced the history of who we were because I loved them as a cowboy when I was a kid myself. So when I got there, it's like, shoot, we ain't going to be one of 15. My mom was already on that. And I knew Michael Mine was on it. Yeah. Jimmy Mine had to be on it. Yeah, so that's what I was saying, too. Like the
4: coach has got to be a part of that, right? Not putting hey, up with nonsense. Is that where you're going? Don't no put up with BS. Right.
2: And, and at the end of the day, when you see a, a legendary defensive end like Charles Haley, who's a Hall of Famer, yeah. working with Leon Lett, Tony Tobert, Tony Casillas, and, and Chad Hennings, right. Jimmy Jones, and other players, yeah. working with them, teaching them to swim things, things. He's working with them to make them better so right. he become better. He's not worrying about competing against them. But when you see that, you see that, you see greatness. And that's why that team was so good defensively. Then when you see Dion come in, he could have came in Dion Neon. Right. But he didn't. He came in playing ping pong with everybody. Whoever wanted to play ping pong, he played with. Bring it. Bring it on. It was competition. (laughs) Dominoes was being played between James Washington, and myself, defensive players, offensive players, and they getting to know each other. Yeah. Things that brought us together are things that I think is missing within the locker room. Yeah, today.
4: I hear you. Everybody's got their own life. I got to go here. Yeah, I got this part. I got Instagram thing. people yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah, I yeah. hear you, man. It yeah, is it's it's old school. It's dying. a joke. I like wow. man. I like this. Do you need and that more? That bottle tequila? isn't even open yet. Sure? No, <laughs> <laughs> it's, David, <laughs> it's empty. Is for crack you the are, seal? You're on fire today. <laughs> you are on fire. I'm feeling like it's it's the second Super Bowl. You're just carrying the squad right now. Hey, it's amazing fourth quarter.
2: I want to carry this I know. I want to be in the position to where I have to make the play. The right. last time
3: you guys won the Super Bowl is the last time they even played in the game to get to the Super Bowl. I never would have dreamed that the Cowboys would go 28, now 29 years without playing in an NFC championship. I can't believe that. I wouldn't have
2: dreamed it neither. And, and, and like I, I told somebody earlier, I'm tired of being sold on what the Cowboys could be. I'm yeah, tired. You've had I, mean, had I, of it. I had enough of it. Yeah. Because I'm more about what the Cowboys really are. And who we really are and who we were. That's where I'm at. Right. And that's where everyone else is at. You was this. How do you allow this to happen? Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: And so for me, it's like, hey, I know the prism which I look at the team through and the and the eyes. I go all the way back to Starbucks. I go all the way back to those days with Leroy Jordan. I go all the way back to those days. And then I come up to where we were at, and I'm like, okay, we honored them. We respected them. We respected the history of the game. We loved the game. I I respect the history of the game like no other, whether it's Jim Brown, Walter Payton, Dorsett, Gary Sayers, you name them, all the way up to where – Barry Sanders and I are sitting side to side. <laughs> you know, and Thurman Thomas is right, in the mix. Right. I respect my players. I respect their play. Right. And I honor who they are because I'm honoring this position and I'm honoring the game. These mother brothers, yeah, I don't know if oh, they're yeah. oh, yeah, it. We that nominate it. Yes. We nominate yes. Yes. Emmett
3: Smith to be hired by Mike McCarthy as the Cowboys official let's get our shit together coach. Yeah. How about that?
4: Right. How about that? And and with your 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 tequila? Yeah, they right? probably need Tell some. Us of this it. Tell, Tell us some about it. Tell us about
2: it, guys. I've been working with Tequila Hedgedoor for the last for over 13 years now. Uh, started in 2010, um, and it's been a great partnership. I was with them before the category blew up, right? And now that the category has so many different other brands in it, this brand here is still. Reign supreme.
4: Herodora, baby. I mean,
2: quality. We just talked about the Cowboys and everything else. Right. It's about quality. Yes. It's not about having so many different things the you, where you lose the quality. Yeah. It's about representing the brand. Right. And this brand right here. Hopefully, I haven't let it down, and it's not letting me down. What? So. This
4: is the, the true syrup right here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that is. <laughs> the seal still the cool isn't egg, cracked, egg, though. The seal's not cracked. It is it's what without, it is. Here's the amazing it thing. It's
2: rubbing off on them. Here's it's the amazing thing. Off. Here's the amazing thing about this. They own 22,000 acres of agave. Wow. A 100% blue agave, 22,000 acres. That's incredible. 22, that's right. Hopefully they're paying you 22,000,000. I'm
4: I'm
2: trying to take control of the brand. You're trying to get (laughs) that?
3: Who's the guy that's playing today that you look at and you say that reminds me of
2: 22? There isn't one, really. Uh, The closest that I saw that had the running style or the reflection of my running style was Mark Ingram. Mm, yeah. He was the closest one. I hear you. Uh, I see that. Outside of that, I see McAfee uh, as a guy that he reminds me of a smaller version of a Dickerson. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but not with the high knees like that, but he's a right. beautiful running style. Right. And he sees the field quite clearly. Macheco. I thought you might say Roger Craig, almost with yeah, kind like of you know? right? like Roger Craig, right? you know, yeah, kind of like Roger you know?
4: Craig, yeah, kind of like Roger Craig. Yeah,
2: I'm glad that you brought hey, that. I'm up. here with you, yeah. man. I got your back, man. That's respecting history, right? now. He is a football historian. <laughs> yeah. yes, He's he him. yes, he is. Yes, he is. I mean, he grew up in what <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah. So,
4: yes, but I, I still remember my dad's retirement game. Emmett, you know, waving to Felipe Sparks oh, behind, on, and then he waved to me at one point during the game. He was always great right to Christ? me. <laughs> Let alone he made me cry when he hurt his shoulder and oh, still well, 1993, the, the regular oh. season right. you know, finale, taking the one seed. Ruining my damn dreams. God no, man. Well, nah, that's a, man. That what you call a
2: ball player. That's a ball player. That's a ball player. A ball player. You,
4: you ruin dreams every now and then. <laughs> and, and I have to.
2: Because like, if I don't to. ruin somebody else's dream, yeah, I'm ruining my own. dream. right. Yes. Boy, I,
3: that's another message the Cowboys need to hear, too, right? right? Ruin dreams.
4: Go out there and ruin. Make your dreams. own dreams. Yeah. How about that? What, yeah. Last one before you go running backs right now like is there anything you look at to where teams are not using the right way uh, are you a fan of how much they substitute guys in and out of the game now sometimes I go how can you ever get in rhythm running the ball right. if you're in a series and the next series
2: they put the other guy in yeah. and they go back and forth I, I couldn't do it right I couldn't do it because I needed a commitment and I, and I think that's the problem there isn't a commitment and if there is um, there's also a concern of over usage. Yeah, right. And so right. everybody is getting around and taking technology to manage pitch counts for everybody. Uh, they're doing it in, at the collegiate level, and I believe they may be doing it even at the professional level. Yeah, so, they are. Uh, if you want to talk about head trauma and all these kind of things, maybe that may be the reason why. Right. But as a player, I understand. What my responsibility is, and I need to be on the football field at all times. Yeah. And if I'm that guy, I want to be that guy. Right. And, I, and I'm not looking to tap out.
4: Is there something to be said, like, too, about getting in the flow of the game, feeling There's the a way lot to be linebacker, said that. But, the but cutback? And then lane. the fourth think, quarter
3: rolls but around. But right? and they're it, tired think, and you're but not. But think about right. this,
2: though. Right. How often do you see college players, running backs, that is, carry the ball 25 times I ago? mean, almost never. And think about this. Right. How about high school? Yeah, you're Even right. less. Yeah, Because right. the systems down there are all spread systems. Right. Now. Screen here, it, screen it, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pass, It's not right. even real football. Right, it's not. I'm with hey, you. The, the minute, and I said this to somebody, the minute right. that somebody come up with smash-mouth football all over again, yeah. you're going to dominate the running. Nobody's going right. to be ready. Nobody's going to be ready to defend right. it. You going? you got these tall, lanky DNs that yeah. want to get to the quarterback right. and don't want to hold that dog doggone wedge. And... and, and might jump around. Yeah, right. They and want
4: the pretty plays. They don't want the messy, tough yeah, plays. That, that's that the 49ers is. got a little of what you guys are, what you're talking about. Yes, they Old do. school cowboys. They're going to run the
2: ball They're first. Yeah, right? Yeah. Right. So but Savannah's at the same they got. time, they got two Ds that I may know. be
3: jumping around, yeah, too. You're right. That, you're exactly <laughs> right. You're right. If we had a PFT Live Hall of Fame, this spot would get you in first ballot. This Damn. was awesome. Right.
4: We love talking what? to Emmitt Smith. I mean, only if you had actually drank the tequila before you came out. Who I knows did. what
3: would I have happened? <laughs> we'll be back I'll with be more Evan Smith. We love you, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> just, Thank you
2: Thank you. That was great.
3: We continue our coverage of all things occurring pre-Super Bowl with Texas a variety fight. of Texas great song. guests and yeah, it's Texas, Texas time now. Texas. Horns Texas up.
4: Yeah, te- Bijan Robinson. What's the, Bur- What's the fight song? What's a fight song? He loves it. Well, I mean, we have like we kind of have two. We have Texas we Fight, and then we have the Eyes of Texas that the we say, right? They are upon you. They are yeah. upon you. All the live long day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. That's right. That's <laughs> right. So and we're two out of staters too, right? We're not even oh, right. he's a I'm a Jersey guy. He's an Arizona guy, but we ended up at Texas. How did you end up up there like what What was it down to kind of what was your process of eventually yeah. getting there
8: man it was it was just a just a lot of prayer you know I knew that you know that's where God wanted me to go right and you know the running back coach there at the time was was Stan Drayton okay and I mean he was in my opinion the top running back coach in the country uh, right. not just for like being a running back but trying to be a great man and gotcha. what he could teach you but you know I felt that that was an amazing place yeah not just like for the college but for the city yeah of, the of city's Boston. amazing like, it's, it's it's amazing he,
4: yeah i know we got to get him down there at yeah. one point you, you like it, it. You it's a have lot amazing of amazing cool. time yeah right. have a great time what was it down to at the end texas what else what were the other it two was, or three schools? Texas and ohio state it was yeah, Ooh, yeah. wow and texas the running back, the running back coach was the, was, the tiebreaker
8: that was, that was it right there all uh, right cool cool yeah, yeah, good to hear how'd your body
3: feel after first year in the nfl
8: yeah i mean i feel i feel great um you know i had a little bit of you know, nicks and bruises, but nothing, nothing serious at all. Right. Um, it was more just like a lot of soreness. But I mean, I feel like I could have played another seven weeks. Well, you didn't uh, get the ball enough. Yeah, <laughs> there it was. But um, <laughs> you know, getting a few out. of those, we'll say it. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, man. But um, yeah, it was, it was definitely, it was definitely a fun season to like, you know, understand where my body was at and how I got to take care of it from week to week, and just all the advice that I got to from from a lot of veterans. From, right. I mean, guys like Christian McCaffrey, like getting to talk to him, you know, mid-season and, and how I can pre- prepare my body, my mind for. for Give me something games. specific he gave. Yeah, let me hear that about McCaffrey. So, yeah. you know, with him, so we have we have similar practice right. practice habits. So we're gonna exert all of our energy, like we're gonna waste all of our energy in practice and practice as hard as possible. And with him, you know, every every morning, you know, he, he'll get in the cold tub for three 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 minutes and he'll put his whole body in the cold tub And that's one thing that I despise, like. I, I love the cold tub, yeah. but I would never put my full body in, in the cold right. tub. Just legs. Yeah, just right, legs. Right. But, you know, that was one of them. You know, even, like, nutritional values, um, the IV, you know, getting it, you know, on certain days and not just trying to get it every single day, but get it on different different kind of days. Huh. Um, and then even just, you know, vitamins, um, you know, the the, the little uh, wake-up shots. like Oh, yeah, five-hour Tram- energy and Tram- kind of thing. sure I'm on those. Yeah. Um, but He's it's all- a psycho. Oh yeah, he's he's he takes it very serious, right? And for me like I'm trying to do the same thing and obviously trying to to follow like that trajectory that he's on as well. So, you know, even even learning from that was was definitely really key for for the process.
3: That's the right attitude. I mean, if I'm a Falcons fan, that's good news. We yeah. got a guy who's a great talent who is yearning to learn what's necessary to become as great right. as the great ones in the NFL. That's it's one right. thing to be great in college. Yeah. It takes a lot of work. Creativity, smarts, effort, and yep. will to be great in the NFL, and it seems to be yes, you're ready to do what you need to do.
8: Yeah, man, and, and for me, like just having that process and having a lot of different guys always checking up on me, making sure I'm doing the right things. Yeah, it's always helped out a lot. Um, and even my position coach, you know, Coach Petrie, you know he's always on, you know, on me about you know making sure I'm good mentally, uh, making sure I kind of get away from the game sometimes and not being so like. You know, stuck in it because right. I don't think it's it's a healthy thing to, to always be just stuck on football all the time. Yeah, you gotta have a little life
4: balance. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So no, no doubt, it,
8: it's it's definitely awesome. It's definitely cool to to have him, you know, on my side and, and help me out a lot.
4: What about training wise, like off of McCaffrey or anything? Because he's like cutting edge with all that stuff too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, did you get even get into that conversation as well?
8: So we so the off season training we didn't right. really get into that that much. It was more like the end season stuff and had yeah. to do everything end season. Right, but. I mean that dude is. You're a, gonna call him soon, and oh, maybe like hey, absolutely. give me some offseason absolutely. stuff. Here. I might, I might even just train with him. Right? Um, yeah, you yeah, I mean that dude's a he, he's a machine. He's a, a guy that really prides himself in and his work ethic. Right. Yeah, I'm the same way, so definitely gonna to to be around that and be around you know types of guys like that. Yeah. What
4: what what is give us your you know your rookie year assessment of just the NFL? Right. Yeah. What was it like for you? Mm-hmm. Right. What was maybe like. The most shocking thing about NFL life for you in your first season when you were going yeah. through
8: it. Yeah, man. I mean, I think it was it was definitely an awesome year, um, especially of, of learning and you know learning to, to handle the the adversities, the right. highs, um, and and not getting into to either of them too much, right. but staying kind of in the middle and, and learning how to handle the, you know certain type of things. But yeah. you know, I think it was it was it was great for you know me individually and obviously as a team. Like we felt a little short. Right. Um, but I'm, I'm so confident in this team and, and what we can do and all the young talent on the team that we have, especially with, with the new coach that we just got. Um, I know he's going to formulate that you know, very well. Um, but I'm, I'm really excited for, for what's to come, uh, not just for me but for this whole team. Right. For you,
3: what's the hardest part of the fact that the quarterback kept changing right. and changing and yeah. changing?
8: It's the running back. You're the same. Yeah. How much different is it when you go from one guy to the other? It uh, it's it's definitely different. Um, you got to get used to the timing of of both quarterbacks, and it's kind of hard when, you know, they're 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 switching out back and forth, back and forth, from week to week, right? Um, so that, that was definitely one thing that that was definitely hard. Um, sometimes, obviously, I love both of them. I love Taylor. I love Desmond. Um but it, it was just a, it was a different deal that I never, different cadence, different yeah. cadence, different, different in the huddle. How you hear it different, um, right. Different yep.
4: way. They come out of center and hand the yeah, ball off to that, you. That's right.
8: Right. And sometimes it was like mid game. Right. Um, right. And it was like, man, like, you know, obviously we want to be more consistent at, at that. But, you know, for me, it was, that, that was a part of the learning lesson on, on how to get used to different things, get used to different calls. I mean, yes, you want one quarterback at, at the helm, uh, but for, for me being a young guy, like I had to you know, get, get smarter, learn, learn a lot of different things in the, in the path protection and, and you know, try to get you know, more intelligent in that area. Did
3: you ever pick up on the anxiety that the guy who was playing might be feeling because
8: if I make a mistake, yeah, I'm going to get yanked? In. Can yeah, you yeah. sense that? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, a, a little bit. Um, I feel like that's a normal thing, though, when, when you're in that situation. When
3: you know that if you make a mistake, you really might get yanked. Right. You're
8: going to worry about yeah, it. That's right. That's right. So that's why that's why for me being a young guy, it was it was definitely beneficial for me to, you know, be a guy of encouragement and you know never let never let the quarterbacks get rattled or never let them get in their own head or or distracted from you know the task at hand and trying to win that game um, because I, even even Desmond like Desmond's another young guy too right. and he, he got put in a situation uh, to be the starting quarterback and you know he had to take in a run with it but. There's a lot of different. It's, it's, I mean, it's hard to be a quarterback. Not easy. Yeah, learn on and, the fly. You know, it ain't easy. That's what I'm saying. Right. And, and and for him, you know, it was it was something that he had to really hone in and get used to. But that's that's why I was kind of there, you know, to try to be on the side to to calm him down and to to get his mind and his, and his thoughts together. Right. All right. I, we're
4: gonna make you. I want to hear your pitch for Marriott in a second. We're gonna see yeah. how damn good you are. I know you can break ankles and run for touchdowns. <laughs> I'm not sure about your salesman ability. Okay. All, right. All right. But All right. but I do want to. I always love that we love to ask guys like. You know what was your, your wow moment in the NFL? Like and like, who was the guy? who's the guy in the first year? Nobody on your team, none yeah. of the cop out stuff, right? Yeah. But you were just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this guy's this big or that good. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, so I'll say I'll
8: say the, the one guy that that I played against right. that was a uh, very very talented um, was Derrick Brown. Yeah, Derrick Brown. Yeah. He, D-tack I of feel he's Carolina. he's the guy in the NFL um, that that's big, that's fast, right. uh, that's athletic, right. that. You know, makes his makes his name known uh, when he's on the field. And, it's a beast. You know, you you kind of see him on tape, and you're like, yeah, this this dude is obviously standing out ahead of everybody else. But when you play him, it's it's like this dude is right here in front of you every single time. Right, you were just um, shocked at how much yeah. he was in the back pocket. We yeah. call we
4: call it we call it you know. F- the playoff, right? That, right? Thank you. Thank right. you. Sorry, um, Birmingham. <laughs> 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 but
8: uh, yeah, man. I mean, he, he was definitely the guy that I was that I have so much respect for. Um, and then I was like, man, this dude is a, is a dominant force. In the NFL. Who
3: hit yeah. you the hardest this year? Yeah. Yeah. Him. Him. He, him. Got they, he, he got
8: you. He got me. Swallowed you up. Yeah. It was at the
3: line, right? Boom! <laughs> trying to hit the hole.
8: Yeah. I was. I was making a. Mo- I was trying to make a move to because I usually like like set the set the D lineman up and then just kind of kill him off the move. But this one time, he just. Came and I tried to do it and he just kinda just got me. I was like, All right, this was right. That, that was Yeah, that he's big. athletic for three fifteen or yes. three twenty. Yes he is. I was like, Man, this dude is big, but he was the one.
4: Did the, the, this you know, the what about all, like, the NFL? Like, I know one thing, you know, I don't know. You think, like, so many ballers are in the league, it always caught me by surprise. Like, man, there's a lot of people in the – this is, like, this is football all day long. Like, yeah. right? No school. And, yeah. you know, it's just football, football. And these guys are serious and professional. Like, you saw Calais Campbell every day, and you're like, every he day. wants to win. It's important.
8: Yeah, absolutely. Was there
4: anything that kind of surprised you along those lines in the NFL just to, as a
8: whole? Yeah, I mean, I mean, even, even what you just said, like, Calais and just his day-to-day routine. Right was, I was like, man, this is crazy. Right? It's um, crazy to see
4: grown men on a mission like oh, yeah. that, right? Oh, you're yeah.
8: like, damn, they're serious. I better get my stuff together. No, here. seriously. But I think the cool thing is, like, they really want to help me out. Um, yeah. And just having a guy like Calais and, you know, Grady Jarrett, like, all right, these vets man. on the team. I mean, Jake Matthews. Sure. You know, they, they sat down with me and, and giving me so much advice on, you know, how to how to be a great player, not just to be a great player in the league, but mentally be – be where I need to be and and just kind of be where my feet are and not you know jump quick to like the future or yeah. anything like that right um but I mean Calais is the oldest, Got player, oldest in the defensive player in the league right? yeah, yeah. yeah yeah I think you might be
4: with all this you're right
8: so so having having him and having the knowledge of what he what he did when he was younger right uh was, was definitely a blessing to, to have that dude there
3: all right it's time to show what you can do Let's we know it. what you can do with a helmet mm-hmm. on yeah now okay. it's time. Make your pitch. Yeah. Courtyard by Marriott. You're here today on their behalf.
8: Go. Yeah, so with Courtyard by Marriott. So, okay, look. So they literally turned the NFL suite into a hotel room. Um, and it was for, you know, the fans, you know, Jameda and Chance. Wow. You know, they're, they're NFL fans, but they're huge Falcons fans. Right. And, you know, I think it's cool that what, what Courtyard's doing and, you know, the passion for, for the fans and the passion for the NFL – you know they they really pride on that, and they really make sure that you have the best experience that you can have. Um, but last week when I went, you know, to the stadium to surprise them, um, it was like one of the most like awesome experiences ever. Just so they got a suite in the a, in the dome suite, there. They have a suite looking at the that, field, the, but it's, at the Super Bowl. But it's but yeah but no, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, Courtyard Marriott it's courtyard suite. Courtyard Marriott suite, right? So like imagine, you kind of feel like you're in the room. Up, imagine right. waking up and. You get to slide out. Wow. Like, yeah, that is kind of
4: cool. So they get to sleep there. That was oh, yeah. my next question. Yeah, I was like, the, do they
8: yeah. just putting it there to have yeah. it there? And people no, they, actually
4: – that's amazing. That's so good. That's good. You don't awesome. have to worry about anything, drinking and driving, anything. You're just and, good. Not, not a thing, right? One awful. more
3: for you. I know we got to let you go. But yeah. when the Falcons are looking for a coach, how – much attention were you paying to, and who were you talking to? Like, because you may have Bill Belichick at one point. What a difference! That's right. Bill Belichick and anybody else. That's right. H- how were you
8: monitoring, and were, were people giving you information? Um, yeah, I mean, I, no, I was kind of just like seeing how everybody else was seeing it, like on social media. Yeah. And you know, I knew that there was a lot of talk about Bill Belichick, and you know, I, I would be perfectly okay with that. Like, you know, obviously he's the greatest coach that the NFL has ever seen, and. You know, I know that his methods are a little different than a lot of other coaches. But you know, for me, I think that we picked the right coach for for this team. Raheem's awesome. Raheem yeah. is the best. We love Raheem. Ever. Yeah. yeah, we love Raheem. And just even how he can can impact the young the young guys on the team, and obviously, you know, the older vets they love him. Um, I think he, he he was the right choice, and he was definitely what we needed. Just for the culture change. Oh, the city, man. the flavor, yeah, yeah, it's all. It's everything. perfect. It's
3: him. perfect. They're it's telling me him. we got to let you go. You oh, got other man. work to do. Then talk like to a couple though. of knuckleheads like yeah. us. B. John Robinson, horns. thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Horns up. Yeah. Horns up. Yeah. I'll say keep horns keep down once you do No, 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 no. B. No, John no, no, Robinson, no, we'll be right back. He's a punk. Well, we have saved the best guest wow. of the week. Look at what the garbage man for last, <laughs> <laughs> My God. The number one fan of BFT Live and Chris Sims Unbuttoned, it is Aunt Wendy.
4: Aunt Wendy, say hello is here. everybody to aunt wendy there
3: hello she everyone is
1: out there in
3: america and around the world and the uk uk right? sky and,
0: sports and to our friends in sky sports <laughs> yeah. well
4: done man well wendy done. is so happy to be here i can't even tell you it's very nice of you mike to well, let her up here we have both
3: made our picks for the super bowl we both have the chiefs winning chris 23 20 and me 30 to 20 so aunt wendy are you with us or are you against us?
1: I am going with the San Francisco 49ers for the win, and the score is going to be 28-21.
4: Oh, that's what wow. we would like. We would yeah. like that. I'm rooting for that right there. I know that. Chris is doing the
3: emotional hedge, Aunt Wendy. He's picking the Chiefs, but he's rooting for the 49ers because well, he wants his buddy to win.
4: Yeah. I know, but yeah.
1: that's that's tough. you got to be on one side or the other.
4: I know, yeah, but we're rooting for our buddy, that's for sure. We'll yeah. see how it goes. I hope everybody enjoyed the week. Mike, you're the man, It was dude. great, man. It was you're great. We had
3: a great week. Week. Thanks to all of you. Another one is in the can. Enjoy the Super Bowl Super in two Bowl. days. And we'll be here we'll see you somewhere Monday. on Monday talking about it. Web-o. Have a great weekend. All right,
1: everybody. Thanks a lot.
0: <laughs> Did you hear that? That's what an estimated 500 horsepower sounds like. Next, give it to you. How about that? That's a premium banging Olufsen sound system with 18 speakers and a Biosonic sound experience.
1: Acura
0: that, <laughs> That's our legacy. You ready to be a part of it? Let's go, give it to you. Unlock the energy of the all-electric ZDX Type S. Give up! Order now at Acura.com. You haven't heard about them at Crispy yet. Well then, you probably haven't heard the sweet silence
2: after the first Crispy bite either. Go try it for yourself to hear the best not sound you've ever heard.